So, guys, the Apple Store is down. Uh, should we panic? Should I, should I like be like stocking up on canned goods? Well, you know what else is down? Phil Schiller's enthusiasm level. (laughs) And my, my enthusiasm level for skits. (laughs) <laughs> wow i'm amazed you're even still on this podcast then I, yeah i uh i don't know so we let's set the stage we just finished watching the keynote live some of us live blogged it and others just live watched it <laughs> uh only for me it was it was barely live watched it Do you, are you saying it was unwatchable oh man it was just boring well i mean it was like 60 percent stuff that we've seen some of it more than once in the past, like six right. months. And we talked Wait, about less that than last that. week. Jeez, like four months. We talked about it last week. Like, are, do you think they're going to start with the recap stuff? And I think the general consensus here on this very podcast was like, nah, they're not going to do all that well, what recapping the, stuff. What the shit do we know? And, and, then, and then it turned out it was it was a repeat. I think I had tuned in, to, oh, tuned yeah. in and, and, and it was a clip show or something. So I think I watched this one last week. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as soon as they start doing that, you know, oh, well, nothing exciting is going to happen today. Like, there's, there is no shocker waiting to amaze us. And Apple didn't have to surprise us. But I would, I would label most of these updates pedestrian. I don't mean to suggest that they're easy or simple or not cool, but... It, this was maybe not a whole event's worth of Yeah, material. so here's my question. Why not just do it in press releases? Like, there wasn't anything... Mac Mini hardly gets... Like, they hardly even acknowledge it in an event when they do update it. This was kind of unusual in that regard. The new iPads got leaked yesterday by Apple. <laughs> Way to one-up yourself, guys. So, like, the only thing that was really interesting pretty much at all was the Retina iMac, which, again... I, it's high enough end, like because it's a top of the line model. Like you could have done that in a press release. Honestly, you could have called some guys in, done some briefings, and and bam, you're done. Why did we all have to tune in for this? I mean, I guess they really wanted to show off Eddie Q's comic timing. Is I think the only reason they should not go with that, <laughs> with that, with that feeling. If they ever want to show off Eddie Q's comedic timing, just just don't. I will say on the shtick factor. I did not have quite the visceral reaction that it seemed many did to the Stephen Colbert bit. Uh, I give oh, Stephen Colbert God. a lot of leeway. Yeah, uh, I, I do too. Great. But then that's that's what I found it so horrible that you you know you <laughs> you get Stephen Colbert to do a skit and it's just not funny. There was one. I mean, there was that. I think that the the only funny thing that I thought was when he said he said to get back to work because I'm looking at my wrist and you know what I see my wrist. <laughs> Right, that was and see to me that that made the whole bit worth it because that was a good joke. Can I say that that I think that was the only time that Hitler's ever been name dropped at an Apple event? (laughs) (laughs) I I laughed at the video with the you know high fiving thing. It was all right. That was that was was kind of amusing. That was okay. It was better than many other things that they've done. I mean, like the you know, jeez, I don't know. But but most of the problem, I think most of the problem is that it. Most of that stuff came during a Craig Federighi presentation about Yosemite that was virtually identical to the one that he did 
at WWDC. That actually was the one from WWDC. They just were yeah, like, right, they have a right. life model decoy of it's Craig a- Federighi. <laughs> they used like, one of those, those uh, holo- holographic uh, presentations of a person. I mean, at least they could have Tupac do it then. <laughs> uh, that would be, uh, yeah. Oh, then it would be distasteful. And then we could talk about that. Now, last week, everybody here on this podcast, everybody, everybody else who isn't me, beat up on me <laughs> for my my declaration that Phil Schiller is okay. the weak link in these presentations. <laughs> and then today, I cite him out. <laughs> I will say that I will say that he definitely lacked some energy, but I was frankly <laughs> glad to see him come on stage after Federighi <laughs> because <laughs> Federighi well, was not announcing anything new, and he was painfully dragging through us the through us through the mud of uh, dad jokes now, it's not the first time that they've done the let's do a recap of things you already know because i've <laughs> back in the days when i used to work for an apple centric publication i remember having to <laughs> live blog some of these things where they're only saying things they've already said so it's it happens but then for the guy who has new things to talk about to come out mr schiller and be like Look at these great photos. These are really <laughs> incredible photos. Like I expected. I truly decided, oh, you know what? Colbert's going to come out. Like he's going to be like, Phil, wake up. And they're going to be amazed because before Colbert was on the phone, but now he's there. Like I was sure that there was some big reveal coming. You have a rich parody. fantasy life. Yeah, yeah really. Well, you, you've, you've, uh... All I can tell you is Phil Schiller sucked. I mean, uh, I don't uh, know. I, I, I don't know if there's anything that Phil Schiller should have been really worked up about in this performance. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, like, I was looking forward to a Retina iMac, but, like, when it came out and it's like, man, it's only the 27-inch. It's, you know, I, I don't know. And it's like, they're not doing anything to the, or much anyways, to the Wait, rest of the Wait, how big line. did you want it to be? Oh, I wanted a smaller want one. Smaller I want a smaller one because that one's out of my price range. <laughs> how much did I pay for my 27-inch? Like, is, is the pricing comparable or is it now, is there a regular price 27-inch iMac and then a more expensive red iMac? There is both, yes. yes. I would yes. tell you, but the Apple store's down. <laughs> they started They started at 1100 I would love to see Federighi come out next time and be like, we can now update our store without taking the offline. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll be an impressive A whole event. <laughs> I'd like to recap our last event. It started with a recap. Showing the workflow behind how they can actually update. I'd like to take you behind the scenes of how we recap events. <laughs> oh, man. So. Yeah. Well. I, I mean. So are we done? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Unimpressed. Next. I mean, I'm glad. You know, I mean, I think, you know, there's. I'm not. I'm not in the market for a new iPad this year. So I don't. I was less I interested in that stuff. Well, let's yeah, we've we've discussed that, so good for you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think the new iPads look perfectly nice. It looks like they did nothing to the iPad Mini. So I was more interested in the iMac and the Mac Mini. I may actually get a Mac Mini. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I have a Mac Mini from a few years ago, which I really like. The only problem with it is it doesn't have a flash, uh, you know, flash-based drive, and that really slows some stuff down. So that looks right. like a solid, a solid but upgrade now, for the Mini. The only problem with my Mac Mini is the dead hard drive inside it that I'm too lazy to replace. Oh, wait, I still have one of those things to send. They're you, pretty hard. I? They're pretty damn hard to get open. <laughs> See, well, Dan Frakes was gonna like video chat me through cracking it open and replacing the hard drive. I've done it. I can I can explain it to you. We're gonna do it live on the podcast. That's what we're gonna do. Morin, like a year ago, Morin was gonna send me a hard drive. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I check the mail every goddamn day. That's Dan's new business. I'm driving it down. It's gonna it's gonna be hand delivered. I will say one thing that Apple kind of glossed over, and I already saw people misinterpreting on Twitter. 
was they're like, and these new iPads support Apple Pay. And so for the first minute, they say, you're like, oh, my God, now it's going to be like, I'm okay with people taking pictures with their iPads now that the iPads have good cameras, but I'm not okay with you whipping out your iPad at the store, especially because it won't work. Well, yeah, no, no, there's, yeah. no, see, the, the, the new iPad is basically the equivalent of the checkbook. So you pull it out in line, you write your name oh, on God. it, and then you've basically paid for something. But so the Apple Pay on the iPad is not NFC, like hold it up to a thing and you're, right. you pay. It can only do it it's with just for Yes. Now, are they saying then that they're arbitrarily not allowing older devices to use Apple Pay in that way? So as I understand it, and maybe I just don't, the new iPads, you'll be able to say, okay, I want to pay or something within an app or in Safari, they can use your credit card that's stored on Apple Pay. Uh huh. Well, why can't I do that on older iOS devices? There's no I hardware think, involved. I think there is hardware involved actually, because I think the secure, yeah, the secure oh, area the of the where chip they're generating the random, yeah, I don't think, card numbers I don't that's... think that exists on the older on the older five S. Right, that's fair. So it will be on everything from now on, I guess. Sure. But yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited about that. That's still <laughs> the most exciting thing that Apple's announced, I think, in a while. I'll... Use can you pay Apple with the Pay. Mac Mini? Yes, yes, you can. You have to bring it. You have swipe, to plug it. Can I swipe, can I swipe have, my Mac Mini? You have to plug it in to the point of sale place. <laughs> you have to boot it up. It takes a while. I carry a personal generator pack. It's, a, it's like a proton. I was gonna say it's a, it's a good uh, it's a good look for your Ghostbusters sure. costume. Every year. Well, yeah. Did they talk about battery life on the new iPads? Yeah, it's the same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. So, uh, somebody at Apple like three years ago, clearly ordered way more 16 gigabyte hard drives than they needed. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, okay. I, I wrote this on my site and somebody said, boy, you're being really cynical, but it, I really think that it's just to try and drive more people to pay to the get extra, people to spend the extra, to pay the extra hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. It's a hundred dollar jump from 16 to it's 64. An incentive. Yeah. It's a good yeah. deal, but like 16 gig is, is let me tell you, it is not enough. There's no way no. they're going to ever release a 16 gig iOS device after this. Which I, is why I don't understand. Impossible. I mean, the the upsell makes sense to a point, but the problem is you could still upsell them to a 32 gig model and you would probably have better profit margins because the 32 gig chip is probably cheaper than the 64 gig chip. So that doesn't yeah. really make sense. So you're advocating for 1632 64? No, I'm just saying like there's not an advantage. Uh, the only problem the only reason not to do this I think is because the profit margins on the 32 gig chip at the bottom end are not good enough. Right. Yeah. Which clearly is bullshit. They got a great margin. <laughs> I mean, no, I think it's just it's just that they would have it's where it's just the where the where they want the bump in the in the buyer, you know, the the number the sheer number of buyers and if they had 32 at the bottom end everyone would buy the right too right and like i could even i'm i wouldn't suggest they do this but i would be less annoyed if they just said okay this year there's only the hundred dollar more 62 gig version <laughs> and the 128 version for 200 dollars more and the like i i was embarrassed for apple when they put up that slide i was like here's all the different fucking ipads we sell we've got the ipad 2 <laughs> which nobody wants which no developer wants to have to support but we're gonna still sell you that one well, that uh, isn't the iPad. Well, the iPad Two is gone. Well, uh, so the I'm referring it's, to the original iPad Mini, which they're still selling. So right, I, no, right, yeah. yeah. Wait, I, but is iPad that 2. not? Isn't that the Retina one though? Now, no, no, it's the Are original. You sure? Yes, they're selling yes. both. They're selling the iPad Mini, the iPad Mini Two, and the iPad Mini Three. And so that's why I was embarrassed by this slide. I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and 
it's it so stupid. Here's it's, the thing. It's, it's there's too many iPads. They're space limited too. So, I mean, they're clearly staking out that low end of the price point, although I think there's no reason for them to be a 249 unless they're deliberately I, no, I see okay, that well, as they're, del- no, they're selling they're selling three iPad minis. Yes, the iPad mini, the mini 2, the mini 3. So 249, 249 gets you the okay. That's the that's the like, original iPad. Yeah, that, but that's there's no there is no reason to pay two forty nine for an original iPad Mini because it's not good. Like you won't get any resale value out of that when you get rid of it. It doesn't run iOS eight very well in my right. opinion. It's only the sixteen gig version. It doesn't go up from there. There's no reason to buy this. I have this device. In fact, I will sell this to you device to you for less than two hundred forty nine dollars. <laughs> and like the, the thing where it's just fifty dollars different to get the Retina one is I don't get why they're doing it. Is it just so they can say, look, we have a model at two forty nine? Yeah. Is there really a market that can buy tablets at two forty nine but not two ninety nine? Is that is that an actual I mean, customer? It's an upsell thing too, right? And also isn't it competitive with I don't know where the Kindle Fires and your Android uh, Nexus tab- like, tablets come they're, in? They're fr- I think they actually pay you to take them. <laughs> <laughs> Not As enough. As a Kindle Fire competitor, that's, that's a pretty good element. That's a pretty good line. But, so this is what pisses me off, right? They show those charts where, like, let's compare. Oh, I have another thing I'm angry about, too. But let's compare. <laughs> Nexus angry hour. How fast uh, the new iPads are. But we're not going to compare it to the previous model. We're going to compare it back to the beginning. Look at this giant growth chart. It's eight times faster than the very first one. But the iPad Mini is using a processor that's like the second bump on that chart. Like it's as almost as far left as you can go on that chart is a device they're still selling. It's so much faster than this thing that's now available to you for $249. I don't get that message. <laughs> Again, it's upsell. Oh, you upsell get, you upsell know, comes in great there. You can get last year's Air for 400 uh, yeah, four hundred. I didn't know that. It still kept that one in there. That's nice. They kept that. So, but I do think it's goofy to have a five iPad lineup. It is a lot mm-hmm. of iPads. Yeah, I, well, I think they should get. Yeah, they should get rid of the original Mini. This is Microsoftish right now. Yeah, they, five yeah. IPads. they should it, get rid. Of it. I will say this: it is nice that having the old iPad Air. Notice that the old, as far yeah. as I can tell, the old fourth generation iPad is gone. That looks like it's gone. So yeah. I think they're just selling off original iPad Minis like they did right, with the. What, uh, that's what I wanted. They just they made so many of them. <laughs> Well, they, they were constrained for a long time, and they're like, crap, everybody really wants one. Let's make more. <laughs> They've got a warehouse full of them. But, I mean, once they get rid of that, they'll also have an all-retina lineup for the iPad, which is, yeah. which is yeah. pretty good. A big good. improvement, yeah. So here's one other thing where I thought Apple was, I don't know if Microsoft is just the right adjective, but where I, it was just embarrassing a little bit to me when they're like, if you look at iOS 8 usage and iOS 7 <laughs> usage combined, then in just yeah. over a year's worth of iOSs, <laughs> you're almost at 90%. And it's like, come on, bro. What are you even saying right now? Do you even listen? Well, I think that, that yeah, that, that point is basically just to compare to the competition and say, yeah, 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 our iOS 8 update rate is not as good as it has been, but it's still way better than everybody else's. It would have been great if they'd taken the time to step people through updating their devices to iOS 8 via <laughs> iTunes. Let's and do like, that right now. Yeah, I know you guys are having a lot of trouble with this. Here's how it works. And Everybody then, get your device out. Craig Fitterigi will come to all of your houses and personally install iOS 8 for you. I honestly thought, I, I allowed myself to believe that they were going to either say that or say, and we've, like, I don't know how it would work technically, but like, and we've come up with a way to, to make it even easier to install <laughs> iOS 8. And like, let's talk about it. Like when you get iOS 8.1, it's only going to be one gig. Now look, if you have an upgrade. we can't force you guys to install iOS 8. What we can do is automatically put a U2 <laughs> album on all of your phones, which takes so, up enough room that you then can't install iOS 8. Is uh, Yosemite... Okay. It's out, like now. Not for, not for yeah. me. People are really excited about that one. It, 
It is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, like, someone pissed in your cornflakes today, huh? I actually like, I like Yosemite. I'm, I'm excited about Yosemite. But I was going to say, Me isn't too. it amazing that how much more excitement there is in the iOS space than there is in the Mac space? It's crazy to me. Like, I, I mean, I understand it, but yeah, it's still yeah, crazy. It's been, it's been you know, like I am very excited. I just feel like the Mac space, they're kind of like, I don't know. They're just kind of like ticking boxes right now. <laughs> Translucency. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's there's super cool thing like Yosemite is a pretty cool update. I feel like you know a Retina iMac, sure that's great, but you know <laughs> it is. It's not. It's impressive technology. Flying cars, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. How did I become the grumpy one here? <laughs> I I I don't know. I, I you know there's obviously less room to grow there because those products have been are so mature and have been around for so long. I want, I don't know, like a levitating. I would, you know, I would kill for a MacBook Air with a battery connector doesn't come unplugged. <laughs> I I am amazed, truly, that they haven't put Siri on my goddamn Mac yet. It is weird. Oh, yeah. It's in beta, right. though. <laughs> right, no, it's not in beta anymore. <laughs> but it could be genuinely useful. Like, you wouldn't... I mean, transcription on the Mac, I find, is way worse than transcription on iOS for reasons that defy all uh, logic and I, understanding. The microphone sounds good, maybe? I don't know. I use my, I have my external mic connected at all times now, and it's just in front of my face all day. So I, I think I, that the Yeti could do it. I but. still really want a Siri that actually works in between my devices, so I could tell my iPhone to like do something on my Mac. I think that'd be really cool. It just blew my mind. I wow. did. That's what I do. <laughs> but I want to, I want to, I want to set reminders without using the horrendously bad Reminders app and without taking my phone out of my pocket. Maybe that's the problem is they're worried that as soon as they bring it onto the Mac side, people will want to do like crazy third party stuff with it, and they're like, yeah, we can't do that. Does the mini does the iPad mini even do Siri? Yes. Yeah. The original yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, the it original does? iPad. It does. I have yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It works okay. I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of angry about that now. <laughs> about what part? About the fact that they still sell in the original. But they iPad still mini? sell it. Yeah, cuz I yeah, cuz I saw people complaining about it on Twitter and I was like, "No, no, no. They just they kept the they kept the Retina one. No, you fools. There's no way Apple, brilliant Apple, would do such a wait. No, wait a right. second. See, I was looking at selling mine off because I was like, oh, I'll buy a new one when it comes out. I know it's worth two hundred forty nine dollars. It's not. It's worth like a hundred dollars. Yeah, no, yeah, right. It's worth like a hundred dollars. One hundred and ten dollars from sounds... Gazelle. That's what I can get. Oh, is that okay. what size is? <laughs> I was gonna check. It's a sixteen gig. Uh, I'm wondering, like, I wonder if you can't do anything with 16 gigs. It is, if it is flawless, if it is flawless, it would be worth $125, which is about 50% of what a new one costs. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Well, they have to resell it. What's amazing is, right, if they can buy it for $125, they're still going to make a profit on it selling it to somebody else, even with all the yeah, because okay, 200 bucks. Here's here's my question about Gazelle. Maybe one of you guys can answer this. Where do they resell those? They don't have a store. I have no idea ebay <laughs> i don't know i sold them my iphone yeah and... i've sold them several iphones and i don't know what the hell they do with them <laughs> they're building a giant fort somewhere in the pacific ocean there's a raft made out of iphones ebay and amazon is that right if you, if you google where does gazelle sell okay. google actually helpfully pulls it right out of their help center but they sell it through retail channels such as ebay and amazon I will uh, on this podcast. I will ask questions that could easily be found. <laughs> Actually, what's what's especially weird is that oh no, okay, and they even link to their eBay store, so you can go buy. You can pay pay slightly more than we did for this great technology. That's the Gazelle promise on eBay, huh? Yeah, there are a couple other places that do that too. I was looking at a place called like uh, Glide G L Y D E, which also yeah, of sells course. off. Of and course, it, it's of course it's a Y. Well, the eye wasn't available. But they'll say, I think they actually were going to give a better deal, so I may sell there. 
You'll never see your money. What? Don't don't say that because these are both good potential podcast advertisers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll be dead before I'm you see money to, from that. I apologize to Glide. I have no idea if it's a reputable business or not. <laughs> They've got a Y in their name. How could they not be reputable? Yeah. Uh, so you kind of had to pick through this one to uh, find the really interesting pieces of information. I think the uh, developer kit for uh, the watch coming out next month is yeah, kind of interesting. Okay. How do they have a developer kit for the watch before they have one for the Apple TV? Yeah, and Amazing. the fact that the, and that was my that was going to be my other complaint. Absolutely nothing for the Apple TV. <laughs> all right, I think we've gotten all our complaints out now. I mean, no, what the what the hell? Because I I would like to buy a new one, and I don't want to get in. You know, you know, it's it's multiple <laughs> multiple listeners have told us apparently that we could sell our second generation Apple yes. TVs for huge profits on eBay because apparently they're jailbreakable. Oh. So, and the, I guess the third generations aren't. It seems weird. I don't know, but I guess not. Is the yeah. second gen the first? Yeah, all the f- black little the one? first little black hockey puck. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I miss. Yeah. So the ones that not aren't that I like don't it. get. Yeah, you don't use yours. You don't love yours. We understand. <laughs> what can I do with my first generation one? <laughs> um, uh, you could probably brain somebody with it. Can you can actually you can well, can't you make it into a Mac? You can turn it into. You can also jailbreak that, and, yeah, and turn I mean, it into like a media center. PC but it's actually. Thing. I mean, it's not. There's no advantage not, to doing that. Don't do that. It, it, yeah. Well, what, what, it's just really not. It's really not doing anything right now, anyway. So. I do miss having a Mac connected to my computer because I don't have uh, to my TV. I don't have a, a mini connected to my TV anymore because the hard drive died and Dan let me down. But <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> That's also what like, I do. Just so I, I no longer get, you know, I have super basic cable. I get the minimal number of channels I can because I we stream all the other shows we want to watch and we do so legally. Um, when I wanted to watch The Walking Dead, since I no longer get, what's it on? AMC? AMC. Since I no longer get AMC, uh, they stream it on their website for free. But there's, without a Mac Mini, I have no way right. to watch the free version of the episode on my television. So I can buy the episode for $3 from Amazon in high definition or from for $3 from iTunes in high definition, uh, buy the whole season for $40 something, which is ridiculous, but I could instead pay $500 to get a Mac mini and then watch it right on my TV. <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of streaming television, cause I think it's relevant. Um, the HBO announcement from yesterday as we record Way this. more exciting than Apple's announcements. Yeah, I, I'm pretty psyched about that, although I think well, there's a whole bunch of asterisks next to it, no right? No pricing. No pricing yet. Some something something tells me that this thing will be priced, you know, this will be priced favorably to the cable companies. It'll be priced just high enough that it'll seem like, oh, geez, at that price, I might as well, well just get cable. So right today, oh. CBS also launched a streaming service yeah. that I think they're charging like $5. six six bucks. It's six bucks yeah. a month for but you know that's for stuff that you can you know note that you can get a lot of that stuff either on CBS's site currently anyways or, or you know on your television you can't get it on Hulu for most oh, of you the can't? stuff cuz CBS is not a partner with Hulu. Oh is that right? Okay. Yeah, they're like the one the one major loan holdout. But apparently I don't want it cuz basically everything that I want is on Hulu. Well, I mean think about this. You can watch four different versions of CSI, three different versions of NCIS. Yeah. That now you're <laughs> now you're reminding me why I don't want it. It's it's actually it's more than just CBS. It's it's a bunch of stations that CBS owns. I don't know what those other ones are, but is it? I thought it's, it's your and it, the major thing that it does is it lets you watch live TV, which most of the other streaming services don't. Yeah. You you can tap into your own local affiliate, which is interesting. But the the problem I'm sort of lamenting with this idea because I think if HBO succeeds, 
every other major network that like touts their programming will probably follow suit. So Showtime's not going to be like, oh yeah, like worked great for HBO, but we're going to keep doing our own thing. No, Showtime right. will have their own service. AMC will have their own service. Fox will launch one with like FX on it, you know, th- because there's a huge amount of opportunity to be gained from going directly to the customers. And so my my concern there is all of a sudden I've got like to subscribe to like 12 different <laughs> streaming services and now right. I'm paying more than cable ever would have cost me and getting roughly the same thing although uh, although you can <clears throat> you can pick and choose you can right. pick and choose which services but you may not be able right. to pick and choose down to the level of which shows though you could in theory then go to itunes which is wildly overpriced. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, i'm not yeah. ready to i'm not ready to pay cbs for its thing but it, it is more interesting than it first sounds because they have it's it's hulu plus esque in that you can watch the current season shows the day after they air with and ads got, with ads and then um, there's ad-free access to classic shows like Star Trek, Cheers, MacGyver, Twin Peaks. None of which you've ever seen. Uh, I've seen <laughs> Cheers. Um, you saw and an I also of saw Trek. one episode of Star Trek. <laughs> but I, I think that people are wrong, on, the, and I'm happy to look stupid when I'm wrong instead, but I think that HBO Go is going to be competitive with Netflix. I think HBO Go, I certainly think there's going to be no catalog tweak. I think that whatever's available on HBO Go to cable subscribers is going to be available to people who pay for it individually. Well, here's yeah. why it's not necessarily, and I think there's an element of uh, a I rise. I fight you, Warren. Let's do it. I got to <laughs> throw down, Friedman. So here's the thing, though, is Netflix, for example, if people are like, oh, I want to watch House of Cards, but also Game of Thrones, they're not going to pick just one. It's not a zero-sum game. You can subscribe to more, oh, yeah, one yeah, more no. than one I, service. I didn't mean competitive, like, that people are going to pick one or the other. I meant it's going to be priced competitively. Oh, oh okay. Well, then I, we don't have to Maltz fight. We can is, hug it out. Right. Let's hug it out. Yeah. Maltz was suggesting, like, it's going to be, you know, we, we haven't heard the pricing yet, right? So right. I heard somebody, Rob Griffiths on Twitter on Wednesday was suggesting it was probably going to be $25 a month or more. I think there's no way. Like, I could pay $12 a month right now to get HBO added to my cable package. There's no way they're going to charge more than $12 a month in my mind. It doesn't make any sense. So, Lex, to your, uh, just to, uh, as a data point for you, since I know this will interest you as a fan of the Footsball, um, <laughs> NFL coverage is not available in the, CSA, in the CBS app, which, and among other things, there are some shows apparently that haven't showed up either. And what I really enjoy about that is that it is called CBS All Access. And what should we call it? CBS <laughs> Some Access. It's partial. Partial access is what they meant. Uh, I mean, CBS only has AFC football games, so nobody hears anyway. But, uh. but I mean, then you're going to have to – here's the thing is, again, sort of talking about the fragmentation of it. If you buy your CBS app but you want to watch football, then maybe you have to go buy, like, your NFL streaming stuff. And all of a sudden, again – Maybe maybe a la carte maybe a la carte programming isn't. Don't even get me started on that. Maybe we should be careful. What we wish for. My wife is from Baltimore and just wanted to watch the Orioles. That's too late now. Um, <laughs> They're a terrible football team. In a way, wasn't it always too late, John? Yeah, yeah. You could not watch it without getting a cable subscription. There was no way to watch it without getting a cable subscription because the contract went to TBS, and you know they're like, oh, you're gonna get a cable subscription. I mean, you can't. I mean, even if you download, I mean, I try downloading the app, and the, but you know, then you got to put in your frick at that thing. That just drives me absolutely berserk. Put in your cable provider. First of all, the the, the we have city run, uh, internet and television cable. Here, oh, someone lives which, in a communist paradise. Which is yes, which is what I would get. I mean, I could get Comcast, but hell, if I'm going to do that, I would get it from the city. Except, of course, they don't have the contract with most of these gigantic douchebag media corporations. So it's never listed in any of those pop-up things. 
but and then, but then you know at that point what, what do i care anyway i'll just if i bought the damn cable package i'll watch it on tv i don't need to see it on my ipad the whole thing right. is just a freaking mess isn't the easy workaround to that just like the same thing with hbo go where it's just like find somebody else that has a cable subscription <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's no there's no legal way to do it hbo has said you know we know people are sharing yeah. their families uh and, uh, HBO and we're cool and with it. We're kind of cool with it. Like we don't worry about but it. But they'd love to be able to sell to those people directly, right? Like right. that would I, still be. I'd huge be boom. happy to um, stop using my in-laws' HBO Go subscription if I could pay for one where I didn't have to have a million other channels. I would also be happy to stop using your in-laws' HBO Go subscription. <laughs> Half the country would be happy. <laughs> uh, we're almost there, um, but uh, I don't know. I, my guess is it's going to be between ten and fifteen dollars. I want to know how much a month I'm going to have to pay in order to stream really boring Apple events. <laughs> it was free, surprising Dan. how boring it was. Free it was as in free as in beer. I got to say, if I had to miss one Apple event since the unveiling of the yeah, iPhone, really. <laughs> I picked the right one. Yeah. So, we'll, and somebody was speculating that on Twitter that the announcement of both the HBO and the CBS thing um, might mean something for the Apple TV today, but no. It did. They just didn't announce it. It's <laughs> nice speculating, asshole. There's, there's a, so we go to we go to the we go to their site. There's a huge update for the Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. There's like a developer kid, and they were gonna have Bono <laughs> announce it. Just forgot. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure that they were gonna do the finger touch again, but no, not this time. No fingertip touch <laughs> well, this time. That's the good news. There was no Bono. No Bono. <laughs> a Bono-free event. Are we jerks for being disappointed by today's Apple keynote? Uh, there are some who will argue yes. They are <laughs> probably that's what they come to this podcast right. for, though. I would right. be I would be disappointed. I mean, if I if I flew across the country for that, I would be kind of mad. But... Well, here's the thing. I mean, anything that they were going to talk about was going to fall yes. a little bit shy of last event, right? Because they had right. the watch and the watch. Whatever you think about the watch, the watch is kind of a big deal, and everybody really wants to talk about it. It's really exciting and. People are really interested to see what it is. And we knew there wasn't going to be a watch today. But, you know, at the same time, that's like a high bar to live up to. Yeah. But I agree at the same time, you could, have, you could have done everything they did today in half an hour. Right. Everything. I, I uh, yeah. Well, it, it could have been definitely hour, shorter than what. <laughs> and they, they, I think they don't have to feel bad about doing a shorter one. And I think, like, I get why they wouldn't want to attack all these announcements on the end of the big Apple Watch keynote instead. But this was weird. This was not an event-worthy event. And I'm not saying that they're unimpressive announcements. Like, I think if I needed a new iPad, which I definitely don't, I would be excited to get the new one. If I could afford a new iMac and didn't buy one eight months ago, I would totally buy another iMac that had a retina display, maybe. But, but, yeah, this this was not truly event-worthy. Too rich for my blood. Well, so here's the problem. I have some money... I came into some money. I had some, I had some money. I need to. I, <laughs> look at look at this guy. <laughs> I'm so he excited. Loses his again. job and now he's a big spender. Wow. No, I mean I I happen to have some money that needs to be spent, and the the <laughs> thing I'm I, I'm trying to do this as delicately as possible. I happen to have some money that needs to be spent, preferably on a new computer. It's in the range of wow. let's say fifteen hundred dollars. Uncle Uncle money bags. Has given me fifteen hundred dollars to spend. Let's say hypothetically, I have fifteen hundred dollars to spend that needs to be spent on a new computer. What do I buy? I'm looking. I'm. Th- I'm really thinking about getting a mini. See, I, yeah, I already have a mini that's not that yeah. old, and I was like, it, yeah, it's, it's a great. I, I think it's a good upgrade, but I just I don't know that it's worth it for me right now. <laughs> My mini is a core solo. <laughs> 
yeah, upgrade that. <laughs> I might get a new one. Well, so here's the thing. I kind of wanted a Retina Mac because I, I have no Retina Macs. Um, and, and, you know, having seen Yosemite, it really kind of cries out for a Retina Mac. Um, my concern with the Retina iMac is that it's it's just simply it's too expensive um for my price range and yeah it seems like overkill like i was watching them talk about like 4k video editing and huge photos i'm like i don't do that shit i browse the web <laughs> if i well yeah i would get a refurbed um macbook pro yeah. I, I, i'm i don't want a retina mac necessarily what? which i know what? is crazy. what <laughs> but the people who i know who have the you don't retina... like you don't like them is that what you're gonna say <laughs> right no, the, the, what, it's the MacBook with Retina Display, right? It's, it's not in the Airs. It's just in the regular MacBook Pro, yeah. Right? Yeah. MacBook Pro it, with just, Retina Just the MacBook Pro. They, but the people who have it complain because <laughs> most of the web has not gone Retina ready. You know, Apple nerd sites have and nobody else has. And so they're not mine. Like, <laughs> and, uh, right. And not mine. No, I have not built any sites that are Retina ready, despite the fact that I know that people have these Retina Macs. And for whatever reason, and. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not good at seeing it, but I, I never notice non-retina-ready web graphics when I'm surfing the web on my iPad, maybe because the screen's just not big enough to really care. But if you had this 27-inch display with a bunch of crappy-looking websites, that does not seem like an ideal web-surfing experience. So I'm tempted to, I mean, if it weren't for the fact that there will almost certainly be a Retina MacBook Air at some point in the next year, I would be tempted to just buy like a maxed out 11 inch because I really like my 11 inch. But when I in the beta in the beta of Yosemite, it's been really sluggish and it is like three years old. Um, but that seems like a waste if they come out with like a Retina version next year. I guess I could turn around and sell that one, but you know, it seems Glide like it seems like it. a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you want to buy a MacBook Air? <laughs> the base mini. The base mini, they did the thing. They did the thing they did with the iMac with the base mini. The base mini is not. It's really not. It's very really good. crappy. It's pretty crappy. It's that 1.4 gigahertz processor. So maybe I buy a maxed out Mac Mini and see if I can also get a Retina iPad Mini, which equals about fifteen hundred dollars. There you well, go. You, you could get the the maxed out Mac Mini and the minimum out Mac Mini. That's also fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I can sell one to you, Lex. How? I just need the drive. But uh, how much? How much? Um, processing oomph does a mac mini need if it's really just going to be a not even a media server but a tv connected device for streaming service well then maybe not much that's what i have and i will tell you that the one thing that gets me that is frustrating is that if i try to do anything that requires like troubleshooting anytime it has to hit the disc it's incredibly slow so having the fusion drive i think will make a big difference there but oh oh, this 500 this this 500 gigabyte drive is is a platter as a a hard drive my friend yes even the second, even the second one, is you can probably a BTO uh, a third. You got to go up to you got to go up to nine ninety nine. You can you can, you can, the, you can get it you as can, a you can customized like, yes. for two fifty. Yeah, it looks for like. two fifty, you can you can make the base model have a one terabyte hard drive fusion. Well, and plus, but you can crack. I mean, you can still crack these babies open, right? And do and upgrade the RAM do, and the hard drive yourself. The RAM you can. The hard drive in these is a pain in the butt. I looked into that because there's <laughs> there's a second bay in the in the version of the MacBook Mini or the Mac Mini I have. And you can put another drive in there, and there's a connector and everything for it. But it's literally all the way on the like you flip it over and open it, the, and then you have to go all the way to the, the bottom top. slash yeah, top. Yeah. 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 So I looked at I looked at the iFixit guide for it and was like, that's a little bit complicated <laughs> even for me. <laughs> I'm just still marveling that you said pain in the butt on the same episode of a podcast where we just dropped the f bomb with impunity. I just mm. like that we censored pain to pain in the butt. <laughs> I like that. You're a pain in my neck. ass. <laughs> there, I just there, I just wanted to <laughs> wanted to get it in there. 
Uh, oh my God, Phil Schiller was so bad. Today. <laughs> I think he was just low. I don't think he was bad. Maybe he's but, maybe he's yeah. a little blue. I mean, come on, give the guy a break. I te- that's what I said. He's not. He didn't get invited to George Clooney's wedding. He's very down <laughs> about that. <laughs> 